Good evening, cabin crew. Welcome to another episode of the Conversation Cabin Podcast. And I'm your daring host, Farah. I hope all of you are having a great Friday night if you're listening. Thank you very much. And if you're tuning in after your Friday night, hangovers are a bitch, aren't they? Before we get into tonight's awesome story, I want to do some shout outs because I find it's very important to let people know that you appreciate them. So here we go. To my new followers, handcuffs and headsets, thank you for becoming a part of the cabin crew. And listeners, mark your calendars for June 2nd because this is an up and coming new true crime podcast from the point of view of a deputy and a dispatcher. Pretty cool, right? Though, so go add them on Instagram as well. Their handle is handcuffs and headsets. Another new follower is Scaling Up Simplified. You have been an awesome new supporter of mine. I thank you for liking my posts, commenting, and supporting my journey. Wild and Weird Brandon, who is a news correspondent for At Wild and Weird Radio. He's a self-published author of many short stories, and you can find him on Instagram as well, which his bio will lead you to his link tree. Also, Strange Paranormal Haunting Happenings. So go and check them out on Instagram. And you all know that I can't get every single one of you, but every episode, I try to do shout outs to attempt to slowly get everyone. Let's get into tonight's story. This episode is dedicated to my friend, Eddie Leindecker. Tonight, we'll be diving into a fascinating case that has puzzled UFO enthusiasts and skeptics alike for over half a century, the Kecksburg UFO Incident. On December 9, 1965, something strange crashed in a wooded area near Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, sparking a flurry of rumors and speculation about a possible extraterrestrial visitation. Despite official denials and a lack of concrete evidence, the Kettsburg incident has remained a highly debated and controversial event. Join me as we examine the available facts, theories, and eyewitness accounts surrounding this enigmatic case and try to unravel the truth behind one of the most intriguing UFO mysteries in American history. Stay tuned for Kecksburg, the Roswell of Pennsylvania. To fully understand the Kecksburg incident, it's important to examine what happened on that December day in 1965. According to eyewitnesses, a large metallic object streaked through the sky and crashed into the woods near Kecksburg, leaving a trail of smoke and debris in its wake. Several locals rushed to the crash site and reported seeing a large acorn-shaped object about the size of a car with strange markings on its surface. 
Within hours of the crash, military personnel and other government officials arrived on the scene, cordoning off the area and keeping curious onlookers at bay. Witnesses reported seeing a large flatbed truck or trailer being used to transport the object away from the site under heavy military guard. Despite repeated requests for information and official statements from the government, no satisfactory explanation was ever given for what happened at Kecksburg that day. Stan Gordon, a renowned UFO researcher and author, has dedicated over five decades of his life to investigating the unexplained phenomena that occurred in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania on a chilly winter evening in 1965. As a teenager, Gordon was one of the first witnesses to arrive at the scene of a mysterious object that had crashed in a wooded area near his home. What he saw that day would forever change his life and spark his lifelong passion for investigating the unknown. In this testimony, Gordon shares his first-hand account of the events that unfolded on December 9, 1965 in Kecksburg and sheds light on one of the most intriguing and enduring UFO mysteries of our time. From the website StanGordon.info, Stan Gordon wrote out his entire testimony word for word from what had happened that day in December. And with the help of AI, I'm going to bring it to you like it's coming straight from the horse's mouth, quote for quote. I remember the Thursday evening very well. It was December 9th, 1965, and I was listening to the Contact Talk Show on KDKA Radio in Pittsburgh. The host of the show, the late Mike Levine, was talking about the breaking news story concerning the numerous reports of a bright fireball that had been observed moving across the sky over a widespread area. Levine was talking about the newswire stories that discussed that sightings had taken place from as far away as Canada and over states such as Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. He was talking with witnesses who were calling in. Newspapers, radio, and TV stations, as well as police departments, were swamped with calls from area residents who saw the fiery object as it passed over the Pittsburgh area earlier that afternoon at 4.47 p.m. I was 16 years old at that time, and I had an interest in science and electronics, and I was already curious about reports of UFOs. I spent the rest of the evening listening to my radio and watching our black and white console TV for any news accounts about the sighting around the area. That evening on KDKA-TV, the late Bill Burns, a well-known TV reporter, broke into regular programming with a special report that the military was arriving in the Kecksburg area to search for an unidentified flying object that had reportedly fallen near that community. I had been writing down the details that I was hearing that night. The next day I made a trip to the local newsstand and picked up copies of several local newspapers. The county edition of the Greensburg Tribune Review ran the headlines, Unidentified Flying Object Falls Near Kecksburg, Army Ropes Off Area. The city edition of the Greensburg Tribune Review had other stories such as Unidentified Flying Object Report Touches Off Probe Near Kecksburg and Searchers Failed to Find Object. Many other local and national newspapers carried stories on the incident as well. The local authorities stated that a search had been conducted in the wooded area where the object had reportedly fallen and nothing was found. Government sources and astronomers suggested that the object observed in the sky was a meteor and nothing had fallen to the ground. In the days after the occurrence, I attempted to track down witnesses to the occurrence, but there were few names in the newspaper. 
It was over months and years that I received significant information about that 1965 incident. As time went on, I was contacted by some people who were directly involved in that incident. I would at times have friends, relatives, and neighbors of witnesses contact me and provide leads on the case. I would on occasion receive anonymous tips concerning witnesses as well. It became very apparent that the witnesses and others who were involved in various aspects of the case were from all walks of life. Some of them were military veterans, police officers and news reporters. Others were youngsters and teenagers who grew up to hold responsible positions such as teachers and engineers. Most of these people, for various reasons, asked to remain anonymous over the years, which is why their accounts were never in the news at that time. Witnesses told me that they knew what they saw and experienced in 1965, however, after reading the news stories the next day that nothing had been found, they just shared their experience with some close friends and relatives. Over the years, I tracked down hundreds of people who were involved with the Kecksburg case. In time, many individuals did break their silence and discussed what they had experienced. During my 56 years of research into this case I have learned a lot of details about what apparently did take place at the time, but was never made known to the public. I have absolutely no doubt that an object did fall from the sky that afternoon in December of 1965 and was apparently recovered by the military. During my many years of investigating the case, there were some details that surfaced that were associated with the incident that were quite interesting. However, I never discussed those subjects publicly until years later when I had enough independent confirmation from other sources that could confirm that such an event did occur. Over the years, the Kecksburg incident has become a lightning rod for conspiracy theorists and UFO enthusiasts who have seized on the government's alleged cover-up as evidence of a broader UFO conspiracy. Some have speculated that the object that crashed in Kecksburg was a Soviet satellite or other advanced technology, while others have suggested that it was an extraterrestrial spacecraft that the government was attempting to keep under wraps. There have been several notable interviews with witnesses, researchers, and officials regarding the Kecksburg UFO incident over the years. Here's a few. The first one is from Bill Bullbush, eyewitness to the Kecksburg incident, source Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I saw a reddish-orange pulsating ball of light in the sky. It flew over our heads and landed in the woods outside of Kecksburg. This next eyewitness, Florence Ferris, from the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. There was a lot of military presence there. There were jeeps and trucks and helicopters. They told us we had to leave and they blocked off the road. This next one is from Nick Pope, who is the former UFO investigator for the British Ministry of Defense. The Kecksburg UFO incident is one of the most intriguing and mysterious cases in UFO history. Despite numerous investigations and official inquiries, the truth behind what happened that day remains elusive. Next is from Stanton Friedman, a nuclear physicist and UFO researcher, source the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The government has never given a satisfactory explanation for what happened in Kecksburg, and many people believe that there was a cover-up to hid the true nature of the object that crashed there. As we close out tonight's episode, we are left with many conspiracy theories surrounding this incident. But it's important to remember that there were indeed eyewitness accounts of something crashing into the woods in 1965. 
The official explanation of a meteorite has been questioned by many, and the mystery remains unsolved to this day. I want to leave you with a thought-provoking question. What are your thoughts on the Kecksburg UFO incident? Do you believe that it was a meteorite? Or do you think that there may be more to the story? I encourage you to continue researching and exploring this fascinating case and to share your thoughts and opinions with me. Please leave me a comment on my Instagram, TikTok, or below this episode wherever you are listening from. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Just a reminder, cabin crew, make sure that you're tuning in live next Tuesday, May 16th, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern for the Paranormal Project presents the next installment of Tuesday Top Terror, the Virginia City Chronicles. Join me as well as Vicki from Mrs. Spooky Obsessed Podcast, Courtney from Haunts Podcast, and Amanda from One Nothing Podcast as we cover Mackie Mansion, Gold Hill Hotel, Silver Queen Hotel, The Washoe Club, The Clown Motel, and The Mitzvah. All of its history and hauntings. Be there. And tune in tomorrow, which is Saturday, May 13th. I'm actually going to have a live episode, a little bonus episode for you, Cabin Crew. My daughter, Sierra, and I are going to be covering a spooky topic. So join us tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. You get to meet my daughter, one of my daughters, actually. So she's my youngest. Again, her name is Sierra. So until then, cabin crew, keep exploring your strange.